welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Tavagan, and I'm gonna come right out and say it, I am so excited for this movie, I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> and I'm Brianna, and I have no pants on, Wee! Oh, okay. Uh, and today we'll be watching Godzilla vs. Kong, of course. Godzilla vs. Kong is written by five guys, directed by one, and stars a bunch more with just a little Millie Bobby Brown mixed in to round things off. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Oh, hello, everybody! Welcome to the Marjo's Basement. Stay tuned for movie news and how and like talk about how much Mentis hates the sags after the review. Also, rate this episode, you whores. Bye. You know, he texted me the other day and told me that this movie sucked. Marjo? Yeah. I didn't know he had a phone down there. He shouldn't. But he's making calls. Who's who's visiting him? You? I'm not visiting, we're just talking. Who's visiting him? Nobody. I said he's making phone calls. Okay. He's planning an escape. Yeah, to be continued on that. We'll see how that goes. Tidbits! Tidbits. Titties and bitties. (laughs) Tidbits! Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like that one. Godzilla vs. Kong is the movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen. The third highest grossing film of 2021, behind Detective Chinatown. At number two, and Hi Mom at number one, which is the second highest grossing non-English film of all time, actually. Right behind Wolf Warrior 2, which stars Frank Grillo. I don't want to see that. (laughs) Frank Grillo is in the highest grossing non-English film of all time. Um, It is the fourth film in the MonsterVerse, Brianna. First, obviously, being the Godzilla from 2014. And then Kong Skull Island, uh, and then King of Monsters, I... Uh, King, King of Monsters is my favorite one out of the three, but I uh, it would go King of Monsters, Godzilla, and then Kong Skull Island. I think I look like Mothra, so I, f- I feel you. Okay. Premiered, that's a weird thing to, okay, I'm just going to skip right over it. Premiered on HBO Max, obviously, and in theaters. It is bracing in all kinds of pandemic records. That's all the news I've seen this week, and it just makes me sad that we have pandemic records. That we've been in a pandem- pandemic so long, you can keep records of things. The pandemic is the record. No. Principal Photography Brianna began in November of 2018 in Honolulu and Gold Coast, Australia, and then had expected to end in February of 2019. So initially they were like, yeah, we can get this whole movie done in three months. <laughs> what? This isn't the father. <laughs> See, this was like, they just have it down. WB's like, ah, eh, we could probably like three month it. No big deal. Uh, it was working under the working title Apex at the time, and it ended up finishing in April in hong kong of 2019 so only an extra two months there which is incredible i but i don't know anything about the movie industry so i digress i feel like a movie like this should have taken a little longer than three months i think that that was a little um ambitious of them only because they went to like literally so many different places yeah that's the fucking suits gotta get it done in this amount of time i suck my nuts ball directed by adam weingard he has directed sections of the movie VHS. It was like a horror movie back in the day. I don't know if you saw it, Brianna. Uh, Your Next, which was also a horror movie back in the day. Did you see Your Next? Do you remember that one? The people with the masks? Uh, no, but I did see VHS. I saw. I think I saw it in like college, and it like really messed me up. 
Yeah, it just freaked me out too. Uh, he also directed the new Death Note that people didn't really like and the last Blair Witch movie, which people also really didn't like. Um, <laughs> but he'd been previously considered by Peter Jackson to direct a sequel to the Peter Jackson 2005 version of King Kong. So that went unproduced, but I mean, that's still high praise from Peter Jackson. So uh, the story for this movie was created by Terry Rossio. He was the he was on the writing team for Aladdin and Shrek, uh, Small Soldiers. Wait, which Aladdin? The original Aladdin. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and even uh, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. He, I guess, he wrote a spec screenplay in the '90s about Godzilla, and they they liked it so much that they brought him on to help write the like the Godzilla 2000. Did you have um? Did you have the VHS of Godzilla with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, girl, duh. Did you remember the cover of it? Like with the foot, like his foot coming down. Or like... Do you remember? I mine had like I or swear, the eye. I think it had like the it moved. It did one of those like woo woo. Oh, I know what you're talking about with the eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. I liked that movie, and it was probably because of I was t- ten when it came out. But uh, you know, the still uh, Michael Doherty, who directed King of Monsters, also had. Uh, part in the story on this. He wrote Krampus and X-Men X2 and also Superman Returns and he also wrote King of Monster. and he's penning a new Hellraiser movie coming out. Mm. Hellraiser is a freaky series, Brianna. You ever seen a Hellraiser movie? Is that the Pinhead? one with, uh, yeah, the, I used to get so scared walking by that one in Blockbuster. I would like run. Dude, yes, blo- <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly where I would get freaked out by it, a fucking Blockbuster. Sometimes Blockbuster was spooky back in the day. Like, you forget where you're wandering, yeah. Oh, like, so, someone could take me right now. <laughs> Hellraiser could suck my soul right out of me. I was too chubby and ugly for someone to want to take me and keep me in the Hey, basement. you know, everyone's got a flavor. <laughs> Thanks, Brianna, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, the screenplay, however, was written by Eric Pearson, who was a writer for Agent Carter, and he is a writer on uh, Ragnarok and Black Widow. <gasps> yeah, so he is obviously a talented person. He's also something called a script doctor, which I saw a bunch of credits he has on IMDb for, and he script doctored for Ant-Man and Detective Pikachu and Endgame and Infinity Wars and Homecoming. So I don't know what a script doctor is, but that sounds like a fun job. The screenplay was also written by Max Bornstein, who wrote 2014 Godzilla and Kong Skull Island. So mm-hmm. I think this bodes well, personally, because bringing in all the writers from all three movies to work on it with each other, to like work on continuity and make sure themes are resonated, and like that's important stuff, and it, it really shouldn't like be swept that. under the rug. Yeah, and I, I they, they did exactly what Marvel did, and they did exactly what like Marvel would do in this situation, which is I'm assuming... By the way, they talk about wanting, like, you know, I hear interviews about the directors being like, I want the monsters to even resonate with you, and I want you to feel for them. So I'm assuming that's what they're looking to do. They're looking to model that after the Marvel franchise, which is smart. Um, They did it right. The movie stars Alexander Skarsgård and Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, Lance Reddick, Damien Bashir, Rebecca Hall, who I had to look up as she's in Things, and Brian Tyree Henry, who's also in things, but he's more familiar to me than Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall just looks like a white lady. Rebecca Hall's in uh, the town. I saw that. I just said things. I I didn't think anybody really remembered. That's her really from the town. all I remember her from. Yeah, you got a memory, good memory for that kind of stuff. My my buddy Max said that Millie Bobby Brown is trash in this, and he wants to cancel her. So I'm ex- oh. <laughs> I'm very I'm very curious to see 
why she's so bad. She wasn't that great in the other one, but she was okay. She was okay in the other one. I was really all for uh, Kyle Chandler. He's a Dilf. Kyle Chandler's good. Yeah, uh, Dilf status for sure. Um, Vera Farmiga had Milf status, but she is <sighs> dead. She's dead now. She was a babe. Uh, not in real life, but in, in the Godzilla-verse. They asked our girl Frances Fern McDormand, Brianna, to be in it. But she was like, <laughs> she was like nah, LMAO. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. <laughs> like, I'm going to no go thanks. be a nomad. Bye. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, bye. I'm going to go win an Oscar. Just another note that, sadly, this could be the end of the Monsterverse. It's made a decent amount of money in the theaters right now, and it's, it's it bodes pretty well. But Legendary's deal with Toho expired in 2020 with no plans to bring any more movies to the screen. So let's hope this does well enough to where they're like, all right, let's fucking make some money, bitches. Even if I don't love this movie, I know I'm going to want more. Like, even if I'm not like, oh, this is the greatest monster movie ever, I'm going to be like, I want more. Because it's like peanut butter. I just keep devouring it until I I throw up. I'm like a dog. I'm like, I just give me more Godzilla movies. I'll, I'll watch all of them. Every single one of them. I've never had peanut butter. I don't know what that's like. Oh, it's so good, Brianna. You're missing out. Ulamo. At the time of this recording, it has a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb based on 60,000 reviews. That is Godzilla vs. Kong, not Peanut Butter. Peanut Butter would have a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> uh, it has a 76% score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 292 reviews, which is a small amount. And it has a 93% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 5,000 plus reviews. Big difference there. Not a lot of critics care about Godzilla vs. Kong, I guess. Um, which is 93% audience score is higher than The Father. Just saying. It has a 60% on Metacritic, Brianna, and 95% of Google users like this movie. Maybe because this movie's actually funny. I hope. But Brianna, you got any movie news? Well, you forgot the two biggest stars, which are Godzilla and Kong. Godzilla stands at 400 feet tall, which is about, I don't know, three of me stacked on top of each other. <laughs> laying down while you're laying down you yeah know. well I'm laying down yeah. arm um and then kong is 336 feet tall Go- well godzilla has those like things on the top of his head so i don't know if they're counting those or they're counting from like what would be his lizard forehead to his little tippy toes so godzilla's 400 feet tall king kong is 360 something feet tall and still growing 336 and still growing yeah they're both still growing i guess godzilla grew from king of monsters yeah and i heard kong also grew because he's like i heard he's more withered in this movie because it's been like 40 years since the skull island or I 50 was, years i just watched skull island last night and i don't think i mean i'm no expert but i don't think kong is like in proportion he should have a much thicker like butt in his like he didn't have <laughs> he didn't have any hips and it was just well, monkeys like, don't really have monkeys don't really don't like have big hips like like apes. Apes kind of have small butts. Well, no, they have like small butts in terms of like they're not full, but like I just I felt like he was too long looking. Like he didn't look mm. stacked enough. I don't know. Watch it again and let me know because I think he looked a little like stretched out. Okay, all right. We'll see in this movie. We'll see how he looks in this movie. I'm I'm very excited. Kobe's been working I'm, out. Yeah. You got anything else? Um, no, I just read that Godzilla vs. Kong is under two hours for the simple fact that we just want to see fights. We don't want to talk about fights. We don't want to talk about God and Godzilla and Kong. We just want to see them. We want to see Muto on Muto action. That's what they said? I want to see okay, Muto I, on Muto action. <laughs> no, I made that part <laughs> up, but that's what they, they said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's interesting you say that because I have a quote from, a quote a from Wingard. <laughs> A quote, 
have a quote from Wingard, uh, who, uh, <laughs> who's the director of the movie, and it got me a little nervous because his quote says, I really want you to take these characters seriously. I want you to be emotionally invested, not just in the human characters, but actually in the monsters. It's a massive monster brawl movie. There's lots of monsters going crazy on each other, but at the end of the day, I want there to be an emotional drive to it. I want you to be emotionally invested in them. I think that's what's going to make it really cool. Big last words. Who do you think is going to win versus who do you who would you like to win? So, who do you think is going to win first? Godzilla. He's a okay. he's a 400-foot nuclear uh, lizard. Who would you like to win though? Godzilla. He's a 400-foot <laughs> nuclear lizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm godzilla versus over king kong all day yeah i'm definitely a big godzilla fan Sorry. what about you same I, question okay well i've i told you i watched skull island last night and i happen to like animals more than people and i feel like they really made kong kind of humany and then I, f- yeah. I felt things for him, and I was like, oh, no, he's just trying to do nice things, too. And, like, when his little hand got all cut up, I was like, his little hand. Yeah, that's his true. That's a good point. Hand. They did they did a good job. So I don't know, but I want Godzilla to win. I think Godzilla will win, but I hope that Kong, like, is okay if he loses. Maybe he'll go to the glue factory. <laughs> <laughs> Moo. Why don't you give me the synopsis, girl, while I pack my bong here? Oh, jeez, this synopsis is long. I hated writing it. You you can copy and paste, but okay, go on. I feel like I can read it better if I write it down myself. Yep. The epic next chapter in the cinematic monsterverse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture against one another? Did I write that right? No, you definitely didn't write that. (laughs) Oh, well, it's Godzilla versus Kong. Big monster verse movie. Who's gonna win? Humanity's caught in the balance. The end. We're not supposed to get baked before the movie, Brianna. Okay, we get baked. Oh, <laughs> baked. please! You could barely talk too. Shut up. <laughs> All right, everybody, pack up your bowls, your bongs, <laughs> your soup. Get them ready. And in three, two, one. And we're back. <sighs> From watching Godzilla vs. Kong, the movie that's all about King Kong having a hard time giving up a dick measuring contest. <laughs> Brianna, what'd you think of Godzilla vs. Kong? And don't hold back. Godzilla vs. Kong, the one where they dig a hole to China. <laughs> Two! <laughs> uh, so what'd you think? Um, well, it was fine. It was um, It was the fight I was waiting for. It could have been better. It also could have left things out, but it was fine. I liked seeing the two of them. I agree. It could have been worse. Could have been better. Some mm. of the storylines, which we'll talk about more in depth in the spoiler zone, were a little off. King Kong is the main character. His arc is obviously pretty noticeable. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the fight scenes, obviously. Those are the best part of the movie. Some of the shots were a little extra, Brianna. Some of like the camera shots. Mm-hmm. I feel like you might agree with me on that. A lot of a lot of risks taken, so I I, I can appreciate that. I respect it, but oh, it just kind of threw you off at, at certain times. But at the same time, I'd rather different or unique or funky shots than a billion edits. I won't. This movie did not have trouble with the edits. Uh, pretty fluid in that department. Every role Millie Bobby Brown has ever had, though, is just a kid looking for shit. <laughs> that's what i decided after watching this movie it is I, I, 
she teams up with like one person or a group of people and like tries to find extraterrestrial things. <laughs> Ricky Baker. <laughs> Ricky Baker from Hunt for the Wilder People was in this movie. And to be honest with you, you didn't need Millie Bobby Brown. You could have just done Ricky Baker and the the kooky the kooky podcast guy and you would have been fine. Yeah, um, Ricky Baker could have just been like uh, Millie Bobby Brown's like friend and he would have been like, yeah, I talked to Millie Bobby Brown the other day. Like everything's Gucci. And they yeah, did so never had to movie. really put her in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little slow up front. The the movie itself. Um, there was some there was some action in the beginning, but I, I, not enough. And I get it to set up, but but still, like like the first like forty percent of the movie is kind of slow. Um, eh. you got Godzilla on a on you got Godzilla on a boat at one point in time. Hella dumb for everybody to be on the same boat as the monkey they know Godzilla is gonna come get. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 that was in the trailer, so I, I don't. It's not spoiler zone material. Like, don't travel if you if you're leaving someplace because you think Godzilla is gonna come take the monkey. Don't be on the same boat as the monkey. Like, I don't. Yeah, don't put your eggs all in one basket. <laughs> yeah, Just like Christ, man. Like, you gotta you maybe maybe come up with a a plan B. They had no plan B in this movie. Their plan, plan B was like, hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I, for, I, I, uh, the movie, I forgot about the Millie Bobby Brown plot line <laughs> with Ricky Baker, like halfway through, like they popped back up and I was like, oh shit, I forgot this was happening. So yeah, they, they could have done a better be job. There. Like the whole, I feel like the whole, um, all the exposition comes with the B story. That's the B story. Millie Bobby Brown meeting this podcast guy and Ricky Baker, and then they go on an adventure through the, they tunnel through the universe, tunnel through the earth, and uh, get to Hong Kong. And uh, that's how they explain all the tech and um, the backstory of the monsters, um, and because they're conspiracy theorists and they all know all this lore. And that's how they just explain it the entire time. And it's, it gets kind of too much at certain points. And then they finally get to a certain point where it makes sense why they're here in the movie. But they they, they could have done that with... Like, they could have done the exposition without using Millie Bobby Brown just for that purpose. Um, yeah. She didn't we gonna see to God? the movie. That whole... Ugh. No, she, she... The whole story was stupid, but whatever. When are we going to see Godzilla and Kong take a shit? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, neither of them <laughs> need to take a shit ever while we're watching these movies. Like, come on, man. Like, we, we saw, they we literally, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, you see, like, you see, like, some one of them's morning routine. And there's always a shit in a morning routine, and you don't see any of that. So, I think it's, I'm calling BS. Um... Godzilla looking jacked in this movie with his thick ass neck, Brianna. Like we're talking like three <laughs> C's thick. We're God talking damn. like I love Big when... Ed Envy. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, he looked like Big Ed. Hell yeah, I'm gonna make a Big Ed Godzilla meme fresh. <laughs> the fights once again. The fights were amazing in this. I love when G Baby Godzilla uh, blows his load when he just sets <laughs> off a nuclear blast and he's just like, ah! I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know how how I feel about him crawling around. G Baby was doing a lot of crawling. Not not sure how I feel about that. Never seen Godzilla crawl. Usually a waddler. Yeah, he I guess they just, he uh, teeters. Yeah, he, he, he usually just he's like Humpty Dumpty. He goes back and forth. But in this, he was crawling like a fucking skull crusher, skull walker. And I was like, all right, that's kind of he was kind of freaky. 
Godzilla was kind of freaky when he was when he was crawling around like that. It wasn't my favorite thing. Yeah, he was a little like sneaky snake, and I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, hella sneaky snake. So yeah, uh, direction was fine, story was fine, fights were really good. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. I want more, regardless of how I feel about it right now. And I knew I would feel that way. It was good enough to the point where I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to see more Godzilla. <laughs> maybe less Millie Bobby Brown, though. <laughs> maybe maybe you could do maybe you could do me that favor. A little more King Kong, a little less Millie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Their ability to show emotion on the monsters was really impressive in this. You see Godzilla mm-hmm. like grin at some one point in time, and that's that you don't really see that a lot. I thought that was nice. And then they the the emotion really shined through on King Kong. That was really impressive. I uh I really thought they did a good job with that. Obviously, the CGI was great. A little end gamey at certain certain points in time, if, if you know what I mean. Brianna, you get that, but I don't know. I mm-hmm. liked it overall. Not not a disappointment. Pretty much exactly what I expected. Would have loved to see it in theaters. Oh, my gosh. Imagine your seats just, like, rumbling. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, 4D, where you just, like, you could feel the mist of, of uh, King Kong's breath on your forehead. Oh, Oh, nice COVID breath. <laughs> Godzilla, King Kong should have t- taken a shit and thrown it at Godzilla. That would have been the most monkey thing you can do. What the fuck? That's bullshit. <laughs> Brianna, how many how many popcorn bags are you giving it? Um, I am giving it. I'm feeling very generous. I am giving it a thirty-five out of fifty. Okay, I can respect that. Now, I am doing this right now. I'm bre- kind of breaking away from our normal scale, and I'm doing this just on a a uh, Godzilla movie scale. So in terms of okay. a Godzilla movie, this is a 38 out of 50 popcorn bags. Because hmm. it, was, it was really cool to see Godzilla and King Kong fight each other. Yeah. If you're, yeah. if you're a fan of Godzilla, if you're a fan of King Kong, if you're a fan of popcorn movies, you're not going to dislike this movie. I don't see many people outright disliking this movie being like this movie sucks i fucking hate that movie like nah dude it's pretty cool like there are there are points and times that are cool there's at least like there's at least now like an hour of cool shit in this movie it's like an hour and 53 minutes right brianna like an hour of cool shit good enough yeah no it's intense there was like four good fights yeah there was a decent amount of good fights i felt way more for not that i felt a lot but i felt way more for king kong than i did any of the people in the movie so they did a terrible job of writing any of those people. The best writing I've seen for people in this series is King of Monsters, where the scientist goes down into the hole and like pets Godzilla's face and then blows himself up with that nuke to bring Godzilla mm-hmm. back to life. That was some good <laughs> people writing. You recommending this movie, Brianna? Because I sure am. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's on HBO Max, baby. Come on. Get it. Go check it out. Support the MonsterVerse. We want more. I need Godzilla. I need King Kong 2. I need Godzilla 3. I need King Kong 3, and then I need King Kong vs. Godzilla destroy all monsters. Ew, ooh, welcome to the Spoiler Zone, Spoiler Zone. Uh, we're doing a, that was my 90s themed Spoiler Zone entrance. Okay. <laughs> favorite parts, least favorite parts, Brianna. What were your favorite parts? My favorite part was Ricky Baker. <laughs> okay, and... good favorite part. Ricky Baker. <laughs> I also, I also liked the little the little girl and um, Kong's relationship. I thought that that was really nice and how they were frenzies, and like the whole reason she little deaf girl. Yeah, 
And the whole reason, like, she doesn't tell that lady that, like, they know sign language together is because, like, he said don't. And I thought that was really cute. Wait, uh, how did she know? I didn't pick up on that. I said the little girl used to speak to Kong in sign language, and she, like, didn't tell that lady because Kong said not to. Uh, Kong's a G. Kong, Kong's real for that. Like, he, uh, he gets it. I think that, <laughs> that the little girl, she was deaf in real life, you mentioned, right? Yes. And her whole family was deaf. She did a great job. I thought that was a really interesting she way did. for them to be able to communicate with King Kong outside of just like touching fingers. Because that's usually how people communicate with King Kong in any of his movies. Usually kind of just like mm-hmm. use facial expressions. Um, but she could straight up talk to him. And that was that was lit. Off the bat, just want to say this right. I, sh- I should have started the spoiler zone with this. Let's not get it twisted. Godzilla beat the fuck out of King Kong. He beat the <laughs> fucking shit out of him. Like, that is just, like, there was no winner at the end, really, right? Because uh, they had to fight no. Mechagodzilla, and and, the, and King Kong, like, beat the fuck out of Mechagodzilla. But just before he beat the fuck out of Mechagodzilla, regular Godzilla beat the absolute fuck out of him. Like, he could not move. They had to blow up some shit on his chest, like an AED, to, like, bring him back to life. Because uh, his heart was slowing down. Um, so yeah. Godzilla won that fight. Just, just, everybody just needs to, there's no debate there whatsoever. If you're curious, if at the end you go, oh, well, there was no real winner to the fight. Like, yeah, there kind of was. Like, they had to, they had to revive King Kong so he could fight Mechagodzilla. Godzilla won that fight outright just by sheer strength. He just beat Mm -hmm. the piss out of him. Favorite parts, Rihanna, for me, Kong's emotions. They did Mm -hmm. a great job. I know CGI's come a long way, but uh, whoever was playing King Kong, I think, did a good job. King Kong's axe was dope. He found oh. it in Hollow Earth. And, he, and it fucking had, like, nuke energy in it. And he, like, fucking... King Kong chopped Godzilla early in the movie and won, like, an initial battle uh, with that fucking axe. And it was dope. Um, and the way he got it, like, he went to Hollow Earth and put that shit in the ground. Everything started glowing. And then and then that the sexy Spanish lady with the big titties got blown up by King Kong. He squished her, <laughs> he, he squished her ship. Um, <laughs> fight scenes were obviously my favorite, favorite part of the whole movie, but that's expected. Not a lot of minutia to deal with, except for the Millie Bobby Brown stuff. Uh, that's going to be on the least favorite parts. You got any more favorite parts before we get into that? Yeah, I like I liked all the action. And then I, um, I just liked seeing the boys back together. <laughs> Yeah, the boys are back in town. I would love to see, like, Mothra and the spider. Charizard and, and like, Charizard yeah. and, the, and, and Moltres and, and all <laughs> those guys. I'd, I'd love to see them all, like, fight something else. Like a Monstars vs. Looney Tunes kind of thing. That's that's kind of what I'm what I'm looking for, but but this was good. I, yeah, I I enjoyed that. Least favorite parts though, Rihanna. What what, what do you got? Uh, least favorite parts were like I felt like the overuse of CGI. It, the whole movie was CGI. Yeah, like it was good, but it was like okay, this is a lot. <laughs> and especially knowing that they were like allegedly traveled to like Hong Kong and like Australia, and it was like oh. In Honolulu, yeah, like yeah. you couldn't even tell. <laughs> No. And it was like, I, I, oh, we could have just Googled some pictures and like that would have saved us all those traveling. <laughs> I understand you have to uh, digitally generate a f- two 400 foot monsters. 
But gold standard for me when it comes to CGI will always be Lord of the Rings. Um, when it comes to CGI and regular visual effects mixing together, like their scenery and their sets were beautiful and they were real, but they also had that CGI mixed into the world. Like I, I don't know. Like you need to, you need to give me a little out, like real outside to draw me into this, to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They needed to show more of the actual city of Hong Kong or, you know, like I couldn't even tell where Australia was or like where Honolulu was. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to, but I guess at one point they were, they were supposed to be in Pensacola, Florida, but they didn't really show outside. So a little frustrating. I totally agree with you on that. Um, And then I also didn't like the Millie Bobby Brown story at all. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that right up front. They could have showed us Mecca. So, so Millie Bobby Brown's storyline in this movie essentially leads us to the the, the knowledge of Mecha Godzilla. So they're creating Mecha Godzilla in a lab. Millie Bobby Brown and Ricky Baker and the podcast guy are like, "Let's figure out what's going on." And then they get into a tube and they go through the earth and they get to Hong Kong, and then they wind up in a big pit where Mecha Godzilla is blasting skull skull crawlers. Um, and you're like, oh shit, Mechagodzilla, which is badass. Very cool, very cool. But they could have done this whole storyline without the fucking, without fucking Millie Bobby Brown. Every yeah. time she popped up, it, 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 every time she popped up, you were just like, what, what, what's your point here? Why are you showing me this? Kyle Chandler was in it for all of five minutes, less, not, not even, even, not even five minutes. A minute, like I, one, as much as I early. love him, we I could have gone without that whole that whole family. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I know you need to tie it in because of the the other movies, but you could have done it in a better way. I'm not. I don't have any. I'm not sitting here with suggestions right off the top of my head. Five minutes after watching the movie, but come on, man. Like, what what's the point? What was the point? I, I if you're listening to this and you know the point of the storyline for me and why they put it in there and why they couldn't have done it any other way, I would love for you to send me a tweet or a uh, DM. I want to know why Alexander Skarsgård's character was there and they were like, "Oh yeah, like we're sorry about your brother," but like who's who was that supposed to be? I was it supposed to be Brian Cranston? Uh... They didn't make it very clear. Yeah, no, and it was like what I just he pops out of nowhere i thought he was going to be the bad guy because he was kind of a no. dick in the beginning he had a good yeah i guess he had an arc so it makes sense he was like a good guy at the end and he he did what he could to save the world but um why brianna why they gotta do my man king kong dirty and not give this motherfucker a blanket while he's in the motherfucking rain <laughs> on a ship is pouring out and it's just like he's pissed and they're like why is he pissed and i'm like dude it's pouring out and he's just sitting out there in chains like what do you think's gonna happen i'd be pissed too yeah, and they had really like bright spotlights on him. He was just trying to get yeah. some rest from the long trip. You got this motherfucker is so on a exhausting. Boat. Hell yeah! <laughs> and that's how you know they're so stupid because they want to go to Middle Earth, uh, uh, Hollow Earth, <laughs> and then and then they had they had the they had the arrogance and the audacity to just walk out of their ship once they got down there, like the air quality was going to be one hundred percent fine for them to breathe. They I didn't like, like oh. that. <laughs> I was yelling about that. And like King Kong's fucking like okay. I guess we'll be okay too. Like, do you know King Kong just dro- went through a wormhole? 
and didn't get crushed. And you said everybody who goes through the wormhole gets crushed. So obviously he's, he's extraterrestrial. What if you like opened the door and the minute you did, like all the oxygen just got sucked out of your body and you were just like dust? Not even like goggles. <laughs> no, yeah, like oh, his brother was the his. Uh, I'm sorry, Alexander Skarsgård's brother tried to go through the wormhole without a ship or something like that and got instantly crushed. And that's who that's who his brother was, and that's how they knew. That's how they knew the Hollow World was an actual thing because of his brother. But he died, so I don't think it was Brian oh. Cranston. So that's just, like, something they mention but never show? Yeah, exactly. You got any other least favorite parts? No, those are the only things that bothered me. Okay, I got a little, I got a little, I got a, I kind of got a big gripe. This <laughs> is my last least favorite part, and I'm, it's not, I don't think it's going to get ranty, but. Wasn't the whole point of the goddamn movie that Godzilla was not going to allow another alpha to be around? Like, like, like King Kong is living in like a, like a Truman Show world. Mm -hmm. They're like, he's living in this Truman Show world because if he was outside the Truman Show world, Godzilla would find him and kill him. And then this motherfucker Godzilla has every opportunity to kill him at the very end. And he just like snarls at him and he's like, I'm the big, I'm the big swinging dick. And he was like, yeah, you may be alive, but I'm still BDE all the way. Like, the whole point of the movie was that Godzilla would murk King Kong. They were like, we don't want him to murk King Kong. If he wasn't going to murk King Kong and just kind of, if he was just going to be like, hey, you're my bitch. And then King Kong just goes, okay, you fucked me up, so okay. Then you didn't have to do any of this shit. You didn't have to bring him anywhere. You just, you could have let him stay on the island. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't have just, like, Kong could have just done his thing and then... Godzilla could have had everything else. Yeah, and this is like before that they decide to go get the go to the Hollow World. Like this is just in like King Kong's just living in this Truman Show world because they're nervous that he's gonna get murked because Godzilla's the king of the monsters. But like I I I, I don't know. Like I don't. It just doesn't. It, it, it plot hole. Plot hole. Big big plot hole. They just like you don't know, round off, which once again is fine. It's fucking Godzilla. I'm not gonna complain about it too much. Cause especially because we're at 40 minutes. So. <laughs> uh. um, that's the review for me, though, ladies and gentlemen. Godzilla vs. Kong, go watch it. It's on HBO Max. Enjoyable if you're into this kind of thing. Um, if you like popcorn movies, if you like large lizards, if you like large apes, this is the movie for you. Rena, what else did you watch this week? Mm, I watched the the next episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Ooh, I really enjoyed that. I watched it too. It's getting good. Oof, it just, is. Just like a fucking movie, man. They're doing such a great job. Um, and then I also watched Made You Look, a true story about fake art. Interesting. And who did it showcase? <laughs> it was um all about this woman, basically like the Griselda Blanco of art forgery tricks this woman named Anne Freeman who is like the curator of like some not the curator she's the the gallery director of some fancy ass gallery in New York City mm -hmm. and this Griselda Blanco lady sells her like over 85 million dollars worth of like fake paintings and I think it's just so funny because yeah, paintings are really pretty, but people are so stupid thinking that they're buying, like, <laughs> original works of art. How about you spend your whole life being, like, a an art 
professional and then you get duped for 85 million (laughs) but the fbi like investigated it and they like determined that the woman who was buying all the fake art that worked for the gallery was like had no idea and wasn't profiting from it at all and like one of the reporters was like she's either the smartest woman alive or she's the stupidest woman alive <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god and they were like these were all fake and i guess there's like all this pro- like processing of how you can find out if things are fake or not and like this woman knowingly sub- Projected, like the gallery to buying these things knowing that there was like no certifications on them like the people the experts they said were like yeah no we never said that like we don't we don't remember seeing these and then they were like oh well yeah we did actually see them and it's just like what what we should forge some art we should make some nfts can you forge nfts some guy named beeple just sold an nft for 69 million dollars um no i actually have low art skills as opposed to high what skills spurn spurn (laughs) yeah what did you watch stop yelling at me i watched i watched trial of the chicago 7 this week and mank oh you watched mank yeah i did watch mank it was super boring i get i understand why it's getting noms because of the kind of movie that it is but it should not get noms because it's so very boring it was very well put together. It's pretty. It's well directed. The screenplay sucks. Um, you got to know a lot about like Hollywood between the years 1930 and 1942. I guess you have to know a lot about the making of Citizen Kane, which I thought I knew enough, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was reading in reviews that like, well, you really got to enjoy like these things to to get the full the full experience. And I was like, well, that's kind of bullshit. I should just be able to watch a movie without having to fucking research. <laughs> 12 a 12 year time period in u.s history like suck my balls dude so that was whatever i i i i don't think it's as good as some people are talking about um but it is an old old white guy movie uh trial of the chicago 7 on the other hand was banging great movie <laughs> super well written uh super well directed not about black people at all which i totally thought it was i thought that it was a, all about black people but it's just pretty much about white people and the vietnam war for the most part um there's there's like a little bit of black panther stuff in there but it kind of teeters off uh midway through how was my guy um eddie redmayne in that eddie redmayne was good his accent was really good i was okay. very surprised sasha baron cohen was really good too his he had a like a worcester accent like a boston worcester accent kind of weird but i guess it worked okay. a little bit <laughs> that 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 was in that was enjoyable i see why it won uh Best screenplay. So tight. Aaron Sorkin's got away with words. He only writes white men, but that's that's pretty much who... I mean, this whole movie is white men. So there you go. Based on true story, do what you do. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> just as tight, just as enjoyable as The Social Network. Ooh, okay. So that's what I watched this week. You want to you wanna get on over to... Headlines! Extra, extra, read all about <laughs> it. I wanted to talk about the SAGs tonight. Yeah, um, SAG all the way. But the SAGs are a fucking joke, too, is what I decided. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as I got to the best TV actress category and saw that there were three nominations for women in The Crown and two for women in Ozark, and there's only five nominations, I was like, this is fucking illegal. This is bullshit. Like, get it, get it out of my fucking face. Girl from, like, around the world got a nomination. Like, get... 
it's a it's a joke. It's a joke. There were people that should not be um, nominated at all. Uh, I'm sure the right people will win, but some of the nominations are sketchy, and you can tell that Netflix may have had a a hand in uh, th- there might be some monetary exchange going on, akin to the oh, Golden Globes. Oh, a conspiracy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, we, you said it first. What do you got on the SAGs? Anything? Anything important you want to talk about? Who? Um. How is the SAGs? Like, where do they come from? It's the Screen Actors Guild. So it's uh, it's just a bunch of actors just just voting on their for- fellow actors. Okay, that's what I thought. And you think that's fake? But no, well, I think that the guild themselves are corrupt. Oh. Not Maybe not the actors voting, but the guild, you know, the old guild members that are like, oh, I'll take your money, Netflix. Oh. <laughs> Emily in Paris, sure. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they promised us free jello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, see, uh, you see Zendaya is going to be the, the new Lola Bunny? Okay. That's something I had to talk about. Okay. There's a trailer for the new Space Jam already out, and, like, Lola Bunny's in it, so did they not, like, is it not done yet? Like, what's going on? Or was it a secret and they, like, revealed it? I was wondering the same thing. It's very plausible that they've they've animated the entire movie, and then they just need the voiceovers now. Because think about how quick the voiceovers can, can be placed if everything's already animated. That's true. You know, so I was, no, I was thinking the same thing. I was very curious how they did that. I was like, okay, well, doesn't it come out in like three months? <laughs> now they cast Lola Bunny, who's like, what? Also, by the way, uh, I used to think that Lola, the old Lola Bunny voice was really sexy uh, until I learned that she's voiced by the same person who does Phil and Lil on the Rugrats. And then I, <laughs> and now I think it's less sexy than I used to think it was. <laughs> I just want people to remember that when they, when they start sexualizing Lola Bunny, that it's also Phil from the Rugrats, just for the record. <laughs> and Lil. Uh, speaking of trailers, did you see the Spiral trailer? No. Oh, the new Saw movie with uh, Chris Rock. Or... Oh no, that came out. The trailer did. The trailer did. Yeah, we gotta watch. You gotta watch it and let me know what you think next episode because it looks pretty good. Chris Rock looks all right. I love Chris Rock. I can't wait to, like, I really want to see him in something like this. I know that he's, like, completely changing into, like, a serious actor. So. I'll take it. He's, like, I think that he can, I think that he can do it, and this will, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Adam Wingard, Brianna, the guy who directed this movie tonight that we just watched, Godzilla vs. Kong, has a, has a Thundercats movie coming out. What? Thundercats is fucking weird. Yeah, Thundercats is fucking weird. It is Cats with muscles are weird. (laughs) And clothes. Muscles and clothes. (laughs) Muscles and clothes and swords. No, thank you, bro. Fuck off. I'm pretty nerdy, and even this shit is way too nerdy for me. Thundercats are not a go in this household. No, thank you. And I do not need to see, like, CGI Thundercats or CGI Thundercat muscles. Like, no. Dude. That's going to be like furries galore at this motherfucker. There's going to be people in furry costumes going to the theater being like, Thundercats, can't wait. And I'm going to be like, no thanks. Next. Every now and then I'll find myself like watching an episode of it on um, Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Weird. That's weird. It's so creepy. Like, sometimes I'll fall asleep to it and I'll have the weirdest dreams. <laughs> 
Oh, Thundercats reminds me of Fritz the Cat. If you don't know what Fritz the Cat is, pause this and go look it up right now. It's the most disturbing shit I've ever seen in my entire life. It's a weird cartoon from like 1970 and it has terrible depictions of people of color. Yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. Uh, and that's what Thundercats is to me, to my soul. It's just de- de- deplorable. What do you got, Brianna? I have um, the new Black Widow is going to be a Disney Plus premium. So it's going to be the $29.99? I mean, it'll also be okay. in theaters, but they plan on making it like the the premiere pass thing. That makes sense. I get that. They're going to make, they need to make some money off that. It's a fucking Marvel movie. They can't be Disney Plus on that shit when they have so much content on there anyway, right? Yeah, but. What do you mean? You think it's going to, you think it's going to bomb? I don't think it'll bomb. I think that because of when Winter Soldier and Falcon came out, like right now, I think people will be like hot on it. So it'll be fine. I think it'll do all right. I think it'll make. Uh, I think it'll make Godzilla numbers. Godzilla set a record. I bet Black uh, Black Widow will set a record too. Mortal Kombat got pushed back a week. Speaking of movies coming straight to streaming, uh, I, but it makes sense because they Godzilla is doing so well. HBO Max, Warner Brothers, they can't cannibalize profits. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, s- subscription wise, if you were if you signed up for Godzilla then you were also going to get Mortal Kombat in the same cycle. And now that they pushed it back a week, you'll have to resubscribe. So that makes sense monetarily. It's a, it's, it's probably a good move. Lame. I'm excited for, I'm excited for Mortal Kombat. Are you, I think it's going to be really good. Um, I hope so. I don't want to get my hopes up though. Yeah. I, I, because I, again, I, I hear you. I, I, I hear like you. bad movies. Uh, yeah, but we want good movies. We want we want good action movies this year. Good action movies this year, Brianna. That's what we want. I think it'll be good because Mortal Kombat's one of those things that's uh everyone knows it and they just want them to get better and better. Yeah, it's been a good thirty years since they made one, so hopefully they'll take the opportunity to make this one right. You got anything else? Peacock is trying to get all the Universal releases. Really? That makes sense. It's NBC Universal, but that would be uh, Peacock, you say? That would be, that'd be something. That'd be impressive. Universal don't mm-hmm. really, I mean, like, they're not spitting out, they're not spitting out bangers, but, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, but they have, like, good classics. Like the next Flintstones movie? Flintstones <laughs> 4D? <laughs> Back to Bedrock? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got brianna um that's all i'm just you know peeved by all the sequels that people keep making that no one's asking for like space jam 2 what do you are you what are your thoughts on that before we before we leave for the night are you excited for it no i i think that i'm nervous i'm really nervous i don't think i'm gonna like it but i'm keeping my open my mind open i watched the trailer and i was like what the fuck is going on like what the fuck? No, is this? you're never gonna replace Michael Jordan, Bill Murray, the guy with the glasses. Like you're not gonna replace them or Filler Lil as Lola Bunny. If I don't get any fucking monsters, I'm gonna be pissed. Like if I don't see those little dudes at least for like a scene or something like that, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You're not even gonna have the little, them little dudes out there. Bullshit. 
Yeah, like, you know, the ones with, like, the, the voice that Harvey Firestein has? Like, there's that one who complains, and then there's, like, mm-hmm. the skinny one that's manic. Like, I want to see and those The, the one that's like, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, that <laughs> the one, one that's, I like, really my, like that one. my roommates, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll definitely be watching that for the podcast. I can I can pretty much guarantee it. Um, I, Michael Jordan was really bad in this first base jam, but like that was 1990s. Like, it was okay. Like he, you know what I mean. Like it was fine that he wasn't that great because like the movie was really good. Yeah, it was definitely uh, just meant for him to be like him's Michael Jordan self, and they were like, "You do you, and we'll just film it. That's okay, Michael." Yeah, like just be your, like just be if you're supposed. He was supposed to be a fish out of water. He's supposed to be uncomfortable. He's supposed to not know what's going on. Cool. LeBron James is like a full-fledged actor in this, so that's that could that could go really wrong. We'll see what happens. He's no Uncle Drew. <laughs> All right, Brianna, you want to get out of here? Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else? What are we watching next week? Next week we are watching Concrete Cowboy, starring Idris Elba. It is a Netflix joint, and it is about a urban equestrian club in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So that should be pretty enjoyable. I'm excited for it. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Instagram. We're in the Discord. Email us. Rate us. Review us. Try to help Marjo out the basement. He ain't going nowhere, though. Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate you. We love you. Brianna, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Beans. Bye. Later, later. Peace. Peace.